Welcome to another episode of Alex Speaks. I am your host, Alex Grievous. Thank you to all of the you who have subscribed to this podcast. If you have not listened to the last show, I interviewed my teacher, Miss Yayasaki. I learned that she loves ice cream and books. This week, I have another great community leader that I'm going to introduce soon. Summer has been great. I went to another camp at the Hacker Lab. This week was coding. I made a, I made an Arduino tape that shoots lasers and can sense a foot is in its way. I also had tennis practice all week. I, I spent a good time defending my ranking, and I am headed back next week. My book, my book, Awesomely Aaron, is in print now. Stay tuned for the release date. If you are interested, there will be a pre-sale and I'll have more details later. It is joke time. As always, I am going to tell a joke, and I have my guests asked to bring a joke. My joke is, when does a joke become a dad joke? When the punchline is apparent. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Leon, what is your joke? Okay, a cop stopped a guy for speeding. He said, do you know how fast you were going? The guy replied, I was trying to keep up with traffic. The cop said, but there's no traffic. And the guy answered, that's how far behind I am. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da. Today I am interviewing Captain Norm Leong. He is a Sacramento police captain assigned to oversee the downtown area of the city. He has been a police officer for the last 25 years. He has held positions in patrol as a problem-oriented police officer in G Parkway, a community here in Sacramento, an anarchotics detective, an an internal affairs investigator, I probably said that wrong, (laughs) a public information officer, and a regal transit police service chief. When he isn't working, he likes to eat his favorite food, hamburgers, travel, and attend concerts. Thank you, Captain Leung, for being my guest on my podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, I'm going to ask you questions. Ready? Sure. You have been a police officer in Sacramento for 25 years. What made you want to become a police officer? You know, that's a hard question. Um... I think when I was young, I watched a police show called Chips, and uh, probably plays on TV land now, but um, it was just a couple police officers, and they did good things, they did fun things, and then as I got older, um, I think I was going to actually be a teacher, and um, at a job fair, I saw this recruiting booth and saw um, a police recruiting booth and became interested in that and then started volunteering with them and really liked the people. And, you know, I guess most people join police work um, for a variety of reasons, including helping people. And, you know, I, through my 25 years, I found that to be very true, that you have the ability to impact people. And so I did it for the, for chasing bad guys, for um, being able to drive fast legally, and, um, and also helping people. Okay, so what is your favorite thing about being a police officer? 
You know, there's very few jobs where you really, really can change someone's life. And I think this is one of those jobs that, that you really get that opportunity. And it's little small things. Um, story I like to tell is over off of Meadowview and like Mack Road and Center area, uh, about maybe about seven years ago, I was doing some knocking around neighborhoods and, and talking to people. And this one lady remembered me from like 10 years prior. And she goes, I remember you because you came to my house when someone had shot um, a gun in the air and a bullet had gone through a roof. For me, it was a nothing type of call. It was everyday routine. No one was hurt or anything like that. But for her, she remembered me. So I knew that that simple of a call truly had an impact. And how I handle it, um, she really appreciated. So it's just, it's the ability to impact people's lives in a positive way. Yeah, you also said that you like police shows. Yes. I, I like detective and police shows a lot. Like, I watch a lot of Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I., the reboot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to watch the old one. Yeah, and I watch, like, a, a Fox show, The Rookie. Okay. And I like that a lot. I'm watching SWAT right now. That's what I like watching. So, I was born here in Sacramento. I love the city. I bet you love the city, too. How long have you lived in Sacramento? So, I was born in New York and moved here when I was five. And outside of going away for college to San Diego, I've lived here my entire life. And I've actually lived in the city um, of Sacramento my entire life um, while in Sacramento just because I do, I do love um, the diversity. I love the, um, the growth that Sacramento has had. And so great restaurants, fun places to go, good people. Okay, so do you like video games? If so, what is your... Which one is your favorite? So I like video games, but I'm horrible at them. And so I'm one of those old guys that jumps on like a game. Let's say it's like a, a war game. And you know how you come on the screen? Like I always get sniped by some like 13 year old that's playing somewhere. And so it's just not fun for me because I keep on getting shot by like people that are like teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like playing them. Okay, so. What is an internal affairs investigator and what do they do? So I was one of the first, um, so normally, first I guess, internal affairs investigators um, investigate allegations of misconduct um, by our officers. So we investigate ourselves. And I was one of the first two officers assigned there because traditionally we had always used sergeants. And so as an officer, me and another officer were assigned there, and it was a good learning experience, right? Um, because you get to see what people aren't satisfied with. And a lot of times what I found was it wasn't that our officers acted um, inappropriately by law, but people didn't feel like our officers listened to people. And had the officer taken the extra time to just listen the person wouldn't have been complaining. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I learned is that there's a lot of value in just paying attention, taking the time to listen to what someone needs to say. Mm -hmm. So on this podcast, I've talked about having autism and I'm considered to be a high-functioning kid with autism. Understanding social cues have been hard for me. 
Social cues are what help me understand people and react the right, right way. Social cues can be me understanding someone's tone of voice and their body language. Many kids and kids on the autism spectrum have a difficult time understanding social cues. What do police officers do when someone doesn't understand their commands? You know, I think um, probably more so now than ever, our officers are trained better to, to recognize that if someone's not listening to what they're asking them to do, there might be other reasons. Now, sometimes it's um, a disability, sometimes it's mental health issues, sometimes it's, um, you know, uh, under the influence of some kind of substance. So our officers are trained to kind of try to recognize that. Um, ultimately, they're trying to direct someone so that they can control a situation safely. Um, but as we teach more and more de-escalation techniques, so trying to calm things down and slow things down, I think that affords the officer a little bit more opportunity to recognize that someone might have a disability and may not be following instructions because of that and then appropriately adjust for that. And I think that's very interesting. Um, okay, so there are people with developmental disabilities who are nonverbal. How do police officers um, with the Sacramento Police Department train to help them? Explain to me kind of what you mean. Like, uh -huh. so if somebody, if somebody on is like nonverbal from say like an injury or from birth, so how do the officers help them understand what they are saying? Well, I, I, th I think it goes back to what I kind of said before. It's, it's, first of all, it's recognizing that, right? That the person's mm -hmm. nonverbal. And then other ways to communicate via hand gestures or writing things down mm -hmm. um, are important. And then slowing it down enough to allow the person to be able to communicate the best they can to what, whether they can or cannot understand you is important. And that whole de-escalation model really has to do with like lowering your voice, calming down, um, giving it time to resolve itself in a calm, controlled fashion. Not everything has to be rushed. I think in past, you know, there was always a desire to, to rush things, to, to resolve them quickly. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things we can do to kind of slow it down and allow things to develop in a more controlled manner. And that helps when you have someone that is nonverbal or have other disabilities. Okay, so do you play ja practical jokes on people? If so, what is your favorite? Gosh. If you don't, <laughs> then. Um, well, I'm trying to think at work. There's a lot of different practical jokes that officers do on other officers. Uh, you know, our car, car keys, um, are the same for a lot of cars. So sometimes cops will move other cops' cars and hide them. Um, there is also this thing where um, cops will find like broken glass and then roll a cop's window down and then put the broken glass around it to make it look like their car was broken into. <laughs> um, so there's things like that. Not that I've ever done anything like that, but um, people have been known to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, so... 
Community leaders are important. What makes someone a great community leader? Well, the best community leaders I know of are working from their heart, right? They have a desire to, to do something good. Um, they don't always advertise that they're doing these things, and um, they're committed. Um, it always amazes me when I find someone that is willing to give of themselves their holidays or weekends um, for something that is bettering the overall community. And whether it's helping one person or it's helping a hundred people. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a lot of them in Sacramento, a lot of people that want to help other people. And um, I applaud them because the commitment's amazing. Okay, so police officers work long hours, and what do you do to keep yourself awake and safe? Well, you got to get rest where you can. Exercise is important, right, to maintain a fitness level and stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, officers work long hours. Um, you know, we work 10-hour shifts, but there's a lot of overtime because our staffing levels are low, and so it's not uncommon for an officer to work, you know, 70 80 hours uh, a week and that's that's a lot like the other day um, we recently had an officer that got killed um, I worked two days straight with only 15 minutes of sleep and so that's not uncommon um, you know there's a job to be done and we have to get it done yeah so how do you how do you stay calm or deal with things when you're catching like criminals you know, I think you, with experience, you get better at it. You know, when I was young and, and new, um, you had to train yourself, right? Um, so it is um, a lot of training. It's a lot of learning on the job. And um, it, I mean, certain people, to do this job, you have that, to have that balance between the ability to react really quickly, um, but the ability to communicate and control yourself in situation right so proper breathing to kind of slow your heart rate down calm yourself down be able to control your voice and volume and all that kind of stuff goes with you know dealing with stuff because you know just like if a dog started barking at you and chasing you your your adrenaline be rushing and you'd be like you know really hyped up and probably start running so all that happens to police officers when they get into situations that are scary Right? Because police officers get scared like everyone else, right? But then you have to learn how to control that, right? Well, if you could tell your 11-year-old self anything, what would you say? Hmm. Appreciate the moment. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we're, we all um, get in this pattern of life of, gosh, I wish I was. I wish I was 16 so I could drive. I wish I was, you know, old enough to, to get a job. Enjoy not having bills. Enjoy your parents cooking for you. And enjoy just having to do chores but not have to get a full-time job. Um, enjoy the ability to do a podcast and have the time to do that and, and all that stuff. Um, enjoy everything around you. You know, you have two wonderful parents. Not everyone has that. Um, so enjoy the moment, right? Because before you know it, you'll be old like me. <laughs>
So I will ask you 10 quick questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so what is your favorite food? Hamburger. What is your favorite movie? Star Wars. Favorite, I mean first job? Uh, worked at Noggles Burger and Taco Place, which is now Del Taco. <laughs> okay, so favorite t-shirt? Favorite t-shirt? Um, just a white crew neck. <laughs> um, favorite singer? Um, Bruno Mars. What is the best concert you have att ever attended? Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite cartoon character? Ooh. Um, favorite cartoon character? Bugs Bunny? That looks. Okay. <laughs> so, um, favorite show about the police? Chips. Okay. Favorite song? Um, favorite song. Gosh, that changes all the time. Um, I really like, um, some of the classics like Frank Sinatra and that kind of stuff. I don't know if I have a favorite song song, but I do kind of like We Are the World with Ma Michael Jackson and the whole gang. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then where do you like to go on vacation? Um, well, who doesn't like, like the Caribbean waters? Um, so I like cruising a lot. So I like going on cruises everywhere. Okay. So thank you, Captain Leong, for being my guest. I'm glad I was able to talk to you about your job with the police department. Thank you for the community you, the, the work you do in the community. Captain Leong, what, how would you like to say this? I mean, the end of the show. Um, I would first like to thank you for having me, Alexander, and I would like to also say that um, it's amazing what you're doing and what you're endeavoring to explore in doing this podcast, and I commend you and your parents. Okay, so thank you for tuning in to Alex Speaks. I'm your, your host, Alex Grievous, and I will be soon back with another community leader. Bye.